Shout out to Clarity for supporting this episode and providing us with the samples. I've been battling allergies for years now. Let me tell you, they've been a real ordeal in my life. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available release sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to ClaritinD.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, gang? Welcome to The Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mershazdeh. I'm so pumped to have you here with me. Now, listen, The Greatness Machine, we're about two things. Number one, people who are living their passions. And number two, those who are creating greatness in the world and doing both of these things despite the odds against them. Each episode, we're going to feature interviews with game changers, business leaders, you know, telling us their origin stories, what made them tick, what got them to where they are now. Why? So it can help you step into your greatness within your life, your business, and your career. Occasionally, you might hear a few solo episodes from myself, moi, as I say, as I leverage my 20 years of entrepreneurship as a CEO and founder to help you grow and level up in your journey to scale your life and your business. So, Come be a fly on the wall, enjoy the conversation, and I'm stoked to have you here with me. What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of The Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius Day, and today I'm flying solo. That's right, baby. We're going solo. It's almost Thanksgiving. This episode's coming out right after Thanksgiving. So today we're going to be talking about something near and dear to my heart. This is all about customer experience and what we as leaders need to do and what are the five questions that you should all be asking of your customers whether those are internal and external customers in order to make sure that you are creating an amazing customer experience so you might be saying well Darius you know I'm not the CEO I'm just the executive I'm gonna tell you right now I don't care you need to listen up because I'm gonna teach you the five questions that you need to affect in your life and in your business specifically in your business if you want to level up you want to create that amazing customer experience, that, that raving fan base, it starts with asking these five questions. But before we go there, though, what I'd like to do is kind of define what is, who is your customer? Because some of you might be saying, well, you know, what do you mean by my customer experience? Is it the person that's spending money at my business? Is it, is it the, the person that's working for me? And my answer is yes. I don't have a, a one or, or, or the other. It's both. And I, I have this viewpoint around leadership, which is everyone's my customer. It's not just the person who's giving me a dollar because at the end of the day, I love, and this is one of my favorite quotes when it comes to you know customer experience, is that my external customer's experience, the person who gives you money, that my external customer's experience is a reflection of my internal customer's experience. And I just always had that mentality that, I have an internal, I have an external customer. And that if my team, my internal customer, is not feeling 
valued. It's not feeling heard. It's not feeling like aligned with me as a leader in my organization. I'm going to pay for it. I'm going to pay for it in the form of a customer experience that my external customer is not going to like. And if my external customer doesn't like the experience, guess what, people? They're going to vote with their dollars. They're going to quit giving you those dollars. They're going to have them go elsewhere. So right now we're, you know, we're looking like we're on the doorstep of what potentially is going to be. I mean, I hate to say this, but it's potentially going to be probably a negative, you know, economic event. We're going to have a potential recession here, right? So if we're going to have a recession here or like a, a economic slowdown, call it what you want, then the reality is, is that we are all at risk of losing business. And, you know, if all things are being equal, you know, and you may have heard me say this in other podcasts, but if all things being equal in that you have similar technology and similar price to your competition, then why are they going to choose you over the guy or girl next door? And the answer is, it's going to be based off of how much they like doing business with you. So let's, let's set a rule here that my external customer's experience is a reflection of my internal customer's experience. So what do you do about that? Well, it's really simple. I like to kind of make things good. They say that happiness is an inside job. So I'm working, I'm, I got to work on creating that engaged team, right? I want to make sure that my internal customer is an engaged team. But before we go there, let's talk about the external customer because um, the external customer is the person that's paying me money. They're, they're, they're going to give me feedback on how well I'm doing. So one of the things I like to use, one of the tools I like to use is a tool called Net Promoter Score. Okay, so I started off this podcast by saying I'm going to teach you the five questions that you should be asking your internal and external customer in order to maximize your customer experience. I'm a huge fan of NPS, Net Promoter Score. Google it. It was created by Bain Consulting many moons ago. And it really comes down, they call it the ultimate question. And I asked two questions. First question I ask of my external customer, again, the person that's buying my goods or services, is I ask them, Question number one in NPS on a scale from one to 10, one being the lowest recommendation possible, 10 being the highest recommendation possible. Would you recommend our goods or services to a friend or colleague? And there's different ways of saying it based on if you're a product-based service or a services, professional services firm. But again, on a scale from one to 10, one being the lowest recommendation possible, 10 being the highest recommendation possible, would you recommend our services to a friend or a colleague? And I ask my question, my clients that you can do it over email. You can have someone pick up the phone and call the clients after you have a, a client interaction. There's different, you, you, you can kind of pick and choose the frequency in which you want to do it. But at a minimum, I say you got to email, you know, start emailing the clients. I like to do for like bigger ticket, more fragile clients. I like to pick, have someone pick up the phone, and verbally ask them that question. And then we score them and I'm not going to teach you NPS because you can Google it and Go look it up for yourself, but we'll score them. You know, a nine or a 10 is a promoter. That's positive one. Oh, fuck it. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how it works. Nine or 10 is a promoter. Seven or eight is a passive. That's someone that you might be losing as a client. And a six or below is a detractor. Someone that they don't like you. So a, a promoter, nine or 10 is worth a positive one. A passive is a seven or eight. It's worth zero points. And a detractor is worth negative one. So if you ask 10 people, you add up all your scores, negative one, zero, one, add them all up total amount, and then you divide by the number of people you ask, and it's going to give you a percentage. Highest score possible is a positive 100%, lowest score possible, negative 100%. So it's on a 200-point scale. Again, lowest score, negative 100%, greatest, you know, highest score, 100%, positive 100%, and in the middle is zero. And if you look at NPS scores in the United States, you know, customer scores, you'll see that the average score is about 30%. 
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. In the world of successful partnerships, names like Procter & Gamble, Ben & Jerry, and supply and demand echo through business history. But when it comes to growing your business, who are the perfect partners? That's you and Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. We're talking from launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we hit a million dollar order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling shipping supplies or promoting productivity programs, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Picture this, a time when my business was facing a tough hurdle and I wasn't sure how to break through. But then came the breakthrough moment, a game changer that took my business to the next level. You know, what I absolutely adore about Shopify is its unparalleled ability to adapt and grow with your ambitions. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 75 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Darius, all lowercase. That's D-A-R-I-U-S. Go to shopify.com slash Darius now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Darius. Shout out to Clarity for supporting this episode and providing us with the samples. Hey there, friends. It's Darius from Shazda here, and I have a little confession to make. You see, I've been battling allergies for years now. And let me tell you, they've been a real ordeal in my life. Allergies have been my constant companion. They stop me from fully enjoying the little things in life, canceling plans with friends because of sudden allergy attack to missing out on an outdoor activity because of sneezing fits. Allergies have been a real nuisance. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing and a runny nose, itchy watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I've been a Claritin D user for many, many years now, and let me tell you, it's made a world of difference. Since I started using Claritin D, my symptoms have improved dramatically. Now I can breathe easier, enjoy outdoor activities without worrying about sneezing fits, and truly live my life without being held back by allergies. Ready to live as if you don't have allergies, it's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter now. You don't even need a prescription. Go to ClaritinD.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear uses directed. But taking a step back, I always ask that question. The second question I ask is, what can we do different next? What can we do different next time to score a 10 if I didn't score a 10? Or why did you give us the score you gave us? You could ask one of those two questions. So again, I'm asking the NPS question, then I'm asking why did you give us the score you gave us? Or what could we score differently to give us a 10 next time if I didn't get a 10? Why am I asking that second question to my customer? Because they're going to tell me all the things I'm doing wrong. They're going to tell me all the things that I'm sucking at. They don't care. They don't have a, they don't have a horse in the race. All they want is good service. And what I was doing with that is I take that data, that information, and I can start to go in and optimize my business. So again, my external customer is telling me what I need to work on. And, and for me, I'm a person that I'm ears wide open. Tell me what I need to do to be better so you'll send me more business. So I can turn you into 
as we all want, a raving fan who's talking game on me out in the field to all the other people about how amazing Darius' services are. And you should want the same for your business. Again, whether you're the entrepreneur or whether you're a manager, this is a really, this is a best practice tool. Um, you can look up, there's a book, um, we're actually interviewing the founder and creator of NPS uh, in the coming weeks here, but I think it's called The Ultimate Question. And so you could check out that book um, on NPS and, and, inst- and institute that in your business, right? Again, simple two questions, gives me some feedback. From that, I can go and turn around and look internally in my business. So going back to how we started the show, I said, well, my internal customer's experience is a reflection of my external customer experience. I'm using NPS and my follow-up question to see what my external customer is saying. But their, you know, their, their experience is just going to be a reflection of what's happening internally. Do I have a team that's aligned? Are they core value-driven? Are they showing up to get the work done? Do they care? And I always say that you can't pay people to care all the time. You can pay them to care a little bit maybe short-term, but long-term, they got to want to care to do the job. So for my internal team, I like to do a survey that that I send in out, call it, you know, every other week, once a month, you know, you can kind of pick a cadence that works for you. And, you know, there's different systems you can do this in. You can do it in your HRIS systems. You can do it in SurveyMonkey, or you can use maybe like a 15.5 or a Culture Amp or one of those, you know, surveying tools that they have. You may even have some cultural tools you're using that have surveying. You can decide for that for yourself. You know, the easiest way is just put out a, you can do build a Google Doc survey if you want. Um, you can make it anonymous or non choice is yours, but I like to ask three questions of my team and I like to do it on a consistent basis. Again, once every other week, once a month, if you do it every week, they might get a little burned out. First question I always ask my team, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? Open-ended question notice. How are you feeling? Why do I ask them that? Well, what I noticed when I started doing this and I did this in my business, we had about a thousand employees was I wasn't as connected to my business, Right. So if you are of a smaller business and and maybe you're more connected or you're running a department of a business and there's only maybe 10 people, maybe you don't want to make it, maybe you want to make it anonymous so you can get some like unbiased feedback because they, 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 they know you don't know who they are. But if you're running a larger business, this is a good way to get your thumb on the pulse of what's happening in the business. I want to get my thumb on the pulse of what's happening in the business. And so I ask question number one, as I mentioned a moment ago, how are you feeling? Now, the next step is really important. I just look and see what they said. Good, 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 great, 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 great. Okay, 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 okay. And I might even break it up by department. Again, if this is if it's a non-anonymous survey or maybe I'll have them pick their departments. And I can start to see that, oh, baseline, we're getting a tons of greats and goods, but in this one department, I get a bunch of okays. That means I probably have an issue in that department, right? Or seven out of 10 people are giving me greats and then I'm getting some okays. What's going on there, Right. They'll tell you, if you ask your team how they're feeling, they will tell you. And there's one other thing I do when I'm asking them the first question, which is, how are you feeling? I usually discount. If it's not anonymous, I discount the score. Meaning that if it's not anonymous, they know I know who's answering. If they tell me good, that's probably okay. If they tell me okay, it's probably bad, right? So I always kind of take down stuff step because people don't want to say bad things typically. I mean, you might have some outspoken individuals in your firm, but I want to get a pulse on how our people are feeling. Now, the other thing I want to do is grade it on a curve, meaning that over time, as I ask that question, I should see a consistent answer across the board. So if I'm always getting a bunch of greats and amazings, and all of a sudden I'm getting a bunch of okays and goods, that means something has shifted in my business, in my internal customer's experience. And I want to go investigate that. I want to figure out what's going on. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the 
must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So first and foremost, 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 <laughs> first and foremost, I want to ask my customer, my internal customer, my team, how are you feeling? You know, and, and it should give me a good baseline. And for me, when I was doing this in my organization, again, we had a bigger company. I was disconnected from the team at a certain point. Once it got too big, I didn't know everybody. I could get a pulse of the company very quickly. We had about half of our team filling out these surveys on a biweekly basis every other week. And I'd look at it and I'd say, okay, we got a lot of okays this week. Oh, okay. Same as always. Lots of greats and goods or a lot of amazings, right? So I could see just by reading these words that something had shifted or not. If something had shifted, I would go and start to investigate. Second question I want to ask my team is I want to ask my team, what is standing in the way of you, you know, being successful in your job? Are there any tools or resources you need that are standing in the way of you being successful in your position? And again, I'm giving them an opportunity to speak up. I want people to be able to raise their hand. I want to proactively ask my customer, my internal customer, my team, what do they need to do their job? And if you look, Gallup has a question that they ask in their Q12 survey, which is an employee engagement survey. They say, do you have the tools and resources um, to do your job effectively, right? And you scale on a score of one to five. Strongly agrees a five, strongly disagrees a one. But that's one of the most important questions we ask because when people do not have the tools or resources they need to do their job effectively, that creates disengagement. And when we have disengagement, guess what happens? People don't do their job as well. And we people don't do their job as well. Well, how do you expect the customer experience to be externally in the company? Well, you don't have to be fucking Einstein to realize that it's probably not going to be a good customer experience. So again, question number two, I want to ask them, do you have the tools or resources you need to do your job effectively? You know, or what do you need or what's stopping you from doing your job? You know, is there anything we can help you with? These are the ways I'll word that. And you can kind of pick your poison on how you want to word that question. Um, because I want to be thoughtful and every culture is a little different. Is there anything we can help you with? Do you have the tools and resources to do your job effectively? You can ask it any which way, but the goal here is for me to unlock hurdles that are staying in the way of my team crushing it and hitting their goals. And so again, I'm getting some unsolicited feedback or excuse me, solicited feedback because I'm soliciting for this information. Um, and again, you could choose to do it anonymously or, or not. And I like to ask these three questions, the third one coming up in the second, every other week or once a month. The last question I ask my team, and I like to do this again, every two to four weeks. If you're a core value driven organization, this is, you can only really do it then. If you can't, then, then you know, we have a, a, a question bank of 34 questions we use with clients. You're welcome to email my team at teamadmin at therealdarius.com and we're happy to send you these questions. 
um, as part of our scale map program. And we have 34 questions we'll put in. But for those of you that have core values, which I'm assuming if you're living my listening to my podcast, you probably have core values built in your business. I like to ask my team, which core value did you see someone live in the company? Who lived it? And how did they live that core value? So what am I doing there? It's really effective. And in my book, The Core Value Equation, we talk about this. What I'm doing is I'm teaching the language of core values in my company. I'm making my team members think of someone else in the organization, think of which core value they lived. So how do you do that? Well, you got to know the core values in order to think of which core value they live. So forcing them to maybe go look up our core values. And then they're putting them in context of someone's behavior. Huh, you know, Tiffany, or use Tiffany my organization, Tiffany really lived our core value of people matter, which is one of my former core values. She went out of her way to help one of our clients and really cared about them as a human being. And when I'm asking, when I'm asking my team to do that, to ask that question, A, again, they're having to know the core values. They're having to think of someone and then they're having to tell a story about how their team member lived one of the core values. And the reason I love this as my third question in the internal survey, now this is our fifth question overall, is I'm teaching the language of core values to my team and I'm really leveraging this this amazing um, human nature uh, habit of reciprocity. Because when we give credit to each other, credit begets credit. So if I'm giving credit to Tiffany, then it's going to give her more incentive to think about ways I live the core values in the future. And it becomes this virtuous cycle where your team will start to give each other credit with core value language. So I'm teaching the core values. I'm making them think in terms of core values. And I'm making them give each other credit in core values. And I'm creating an opportunity for reciprocity where someone else will then give someone else credit. And I've learned something in business, which is gratitude begets gratitude, recognition begets recognition. And when if we want to create a culture of recognition, which I really think is the foundation, a culture of appreciation, which I truly believe is the foundation of creating an amazing customer experience. Your team needs to feel appreciated. They need to feel recognized. They need to do it, especially when they're doing great work. And when you can do that effectively, what you're doing is you're putting your team up on a pedestal for something they deserve. And you're teaching them, hey, we give gratitude to each other in this organization. We use the core values to do it. We're learning the core value language. And by the way, we're not going to hide it. Because what I do with that question is I take all the answers. And my team used to do this once every other week. And we publish it to the entire company. And it would say, who gave the credit? Who did they recognize? What core value did they live? How did they live that core value? So again, the question is, who lived one of the core values this week? How did they live it? And which core value did they live? And so... Again, we will compile those, compile those answers. We'd send it out to the team, you know, a day or two after we got all the responses from the survey. So again, just to run through the, the, the five questions that you want, that every single one of you should be asking to get a bullseye on your customer experience is number one, we want to ask NPS question. Number two, which is on a scale from one to 10, one being the highest recommendation possible, excuse me, one being the lowest recommendation possible, 10 being the highest recommendation possible, would you recommend our services to a friend or colleague? Second question, why did you give us the score you gave us? You can also sub it in with what do we need to do differently next time to score a 10 if we did not score a 10. So pick your poison there. And then internally, how are you feeling? What do you need help with? And last but not least, the core value question, who lived one of of our company core values this week? Which core value did they live? And how did they live it? And then you want to share that last question with your team. The other ones you can keep internally and you can make your business decisions with it. So those are what I call my five question poll survey. 
It's one of my favorite parts. We teach this to people in our scale map system. If you're interested in learning more about the scale map system, feel free to email myself, Darius at the real Darius, um, com. I'm happy to uh, hook you up with our team and, and, and teach you more. You can also check us out at DariusClass.com if you want to learn more about tools and systems like this that we teach folks uh, to help them level up, to help them create better companies. Again, you can go to DariusClass.com and um, go and check out our training. This is one of the things we teach. Or you can email me and my team will reach, we'll connect with you and we're happy to, to talk about ways we can help you level up your company in your business. So uh, didn't make the, need to make this a solicitation, but it is definitely something that we help people with and happy to help you as well. Um, but yeah, this is, you know, again, we'll start with where we ended or we'll end with where we started. Um, your external customer's experience is a reflection of your internal customer's experience. If you want to level up and have a great business, you need to have an engaged team that shows up, feels appreciated, giving them the things they need. And we're making sure that we're keeping a pulse on how they're feeling when we do that. And we're measuring the way our external customer experience is going gives us every single opportunity out there to optimize our business, create a world-class company, create a rockstar organization that we want to be a part of, that others want to be, be a part of, and mo- most importantly, that our clients want to continue to be a part of so that we can make all of our dreams come true. With that said, I hope you all had a, a great Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening to The Greatness Machine. Till next time, peace out. We love you. You are listening to The Greatness Machine, and that's a wrap for today. Listen, if you love what you heard, subscribe to the show on whatever podcast platform that you're tuning in on so that you don't miss any of our future episodes. We have tons of great people coming on, and we're we're stoked to have you here to enjoy it with us. Leave us a review. Tell us what you love most about this particular episode. We love getting the reviews. We love to see what you guys love most. And if this particular episode, you know, made you think of someone who's leveling up in their business and in their life, print screen, share it with them. Leaders are the best givers. And after all, we're all here to support and grow with each other. And in case you want to see some of the fun behind the scenes shots or some of the things that we're doing, I'm actually writing about this in my weekly newsletter. Go to www.therealdarius.com and subscribe to my newsletter. We're talking about fun things like business and life and mindfulness and cryptocurrencies and gosh, I don't even know everything and anything, but it's tons of fun stuff I write about. I try to get it out on a weekly basis. You can subscribe at www.therealdarius.com. And with that said, look, thank you guys so much. I appreciate you. I love you. Peace. We're out of here. See you guys on the next one. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. 
Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.